Oftentimes you hear teachers talking about how they never have enough time to eat lunch. Well, I'm here to tell you that during lunch, I have enough time to sit down and talk with a good friend of mine and record an episode of a podcast. So yeah, you'll hear bells. You'll hear us talking about what's going on because we get a couple of minutes to ourselves in which we kind of get to find out about life. So I catch up with April, served in the Navy, and now we are co-laborers on the same campus. And that's all I'm going to say. This is my twin, so by all means, listen up and tune into a great episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. April, talk back to your boy. I'd pass them over here. I'm eating pickles. Or... Mm-hmm. So I, I like, I'll eat pickles on sandwiches. Um, I don't eat the long ones. They're just whatever the rough chips. Chips are on them. Mm-hmm. I like those. I don't care for spears. Same. Like they'll just go in and. I have to tell my daughter to like stop. A, there's even like a pickle grabber thing. In the, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, so y'all have to fancy <laughs> pick up. You can't just like stab Put your hand out in there. No. I mean. Oh, so how about this? How privileged do you feel to like share a birthday with me? <laughs> Freaking awesome! Even though my, I think I'm first, right? Twenty. You're on yes, 20. I am first, so I feel. I mean, you know. I, well, maybe I feel the birthday with you. Yeah, kinda. Or on halfway through the day. Yeah, that's so when we meet. At noon on <laughs> noon on the twentieth, we should celebrate um, appropriately. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Super Taurus, though. Huh? I'm super Taurus. I definitely so, don't. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm a Taurus as well, but like, what makes a Taurus a Taurus? I think just head on, you know? Just like, up front, and um, of course, stubborn into their own ways, but I just know that my (laughs) way, you know... Is the best way? Is the best way that we could possibly do this. I already thought about it. You didn't think about it. I've been thinking about it for four weeks now. Right. Um, (laughs) Loyal. Outside of sharing a birthday, loyalty. Yeah, loyalty for Taurus. I like that. I should should have been like, first and foremost, let me thank you for your service. Oh, thank you. Not right out of high school. Here we go. You're born and raised where? Dallas, Texas. Okay, so you are a native to, native. to all of this. Mm-hmm. And then why the Navy? My brother was a Marine. Okay. Um, he had already had been in the Marine Corps for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just moved from North Carolina to San Diego. And my mom went out to North Carolina and drove with him. All the way across the states. For real? All the from way. North Carolina, from Carolina, California? Yes. So that he, you know, moving to his house. It's hard. Moving to a whole new place by yourself. Yeah. Single parent. And it's not like a job that you can just call in and be sick. You have a lot of different steps that you can do before you can say, I'm not coming into work today. <laughs> so, yeah. and that's not even really saying. It's more of asking. So like, um, my, like I said, my brother was in Marine Corps and I would go visit him. When he had to go do a lot of training, I had just gotten out of high school. I'd go visit him and go watch my nephew. And that's right on base, right across the street from uh, Point Loma, which is, you know, one of the largest ports in California. And um, that's where all of you see your SEALs, you see people from that are nurses, all the way to CBs, which is what I was. And so, like, it's you see a whole range of different types of jobs out there. Mm-hmm. And that's what caught my attention. I was like, I, I want to do that. So, um, I thought of the stability that my brother was in. I was a single parent as well. And so, like, I was like, I want that stability of the every first and the 15th. I know I'm going to get paid. Uh, 
I have health care. I have health care for my kid, you know, and because I only had one at that time. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it was just, it just kind of made sense for me. And, of course, my brother was very much pushed to me to do that because yeah. it was either that or, you know, take out a student loan. And I didn't know what I was doing in that aspect either because no one had gone to college in my family yet. So it was just like, okay, what? what do I do and I got a kid that graduated last year and we walked through the entire college admission process now as a counselor like like I've done that mm-hmm. but I don't think her parents believe she was really going to school until two days before they drove her down there mm-hmm. and her dad was like where do you think you're going she was like University of Houston yeah and he was like oh you were serious which like just blew my mind right, so when you went to boot camp you said you went to the Midwest? Yes, yes. That was my first time up there, too. I've That's never, what I was say. Yeah, I've never been anywhere other than California and Texas at that point. So, really? But, yeah, my first time out anywhere like that, it was May, so great weather. In the Midwest, in Illinois. <laughs> yes, yes, compared to here. I remember it was so hot because uh, my daughter's birthday just happened, so we did a whole outdoor party with the slip and slide and everything it had so hot that we can be partying with water you know so like mm-hmm. i remember going up there and it was so nice it was like you know 70 and it felt so great and yeah i um i got on got on that plane and um you know landed i remember landing like it was about nighttime it was like six seven so um yeah drove all we had a drive we had a long drive from the airport to base uh-huh. and that bus ride that's where I felt every single thing that you can possibly... I was like... All the emotions? Oh, all of the emotions. Every single thing I could possibly feel. All the anxiety. Everything just kind of like seeped in and was like, this is real. Like, this is happening. I can't get off this bus. Like, how am I going to get off this bus? Like, can I? Can is it, Does this window roll down? Like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, you were how old though? I was 19. I was... No, just turned 20 actually. So, yeah. I just turned 20 and it's just like, you know, I have never lived outside of like... A family home so right. you know I've lived on my own at that point you know I've lived on other places but I lived with family you mm-hmm. know so it wasn't like here you go out by yourself you know just do it and it was uh, psychosis like you don't even know like your name they are asking you your name and I'm like <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know I'm sorry and they're like what the hell do you mean you don't know and I'm just like oh my gosh so and my birthday like literally April is my name and I can't remember that my birthday is in April <laughs> and I'm just sitting there and it's just like kind of a just a rush but you just of course, if, and I sit in the front of the bus, so of course the people on the front of the bus are all like stuttering and the people on the back of the bus are like, oh, my name is April and I'm born and, and you know, and they're like so precise with it. And I'm like, why the hell can I just, why couldn't I do that, you know? Uh, but yeah, I would say that bus ride was probably the most intense ride I've ever been on. I really, like, it really sunk in for me. So it was, it was something. Okay. So you've also said that boot camp, the funniest place you cannot the laugh. The funniest place you cannot laugh. I yes. think that's a really good way of explaining it. But why Why is that how you categorize it? Uh, because, like, they say, I say, like, your drill instructors, they call them RDCs for the Navy, but those people, they come out with just the stupidest thing in the world to say, like, 
I, I had a guy named Sheen Sheen in my quarter and she could not say his name. She was from Brooklyn, my RDC, so she could not say his name. Sheen Sheen is how she would say his name every single time. And he was late every single day. So imagine her saying, Sheen Sheen, get your ass over here. And you have to just stand. No expression. Don't laugh. Don't giggle. Don't say nothing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't and it's like, or Sheen Sheen. Are you shitting me? And it's just like back and forth. Are you, you know, like, uh, and he had a degree. She's like, what the hell do you have a degree in? Underwater basket weaving? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, and you have to keep those giggles in. And I'm sorry, but I'm a personal person. You say something funny, I want to oh laugh. Yeah. I want to giggle. I want to smile at least. No. Are you, are you smiling over there? Okay, you think it's funny too? Now I have to talk to you too. You want attention? Come over here. So now you got their attention, and that's the last thing you want. Oh my god! In boot camp. <laughs> so, in boot camp, how many how many women were there? Navy. We're talking. Uh, yeah. So you have different types of divisions. Some mm-hmm. divisions are are co-ed. You have your women and your men. Um, but some divisions are just straight women, straight men. Mm-hmm. Um, it all depends on numbers. I'm yeah. assuming, and how the how your divisions come in. When I came. Half of my division was already waiting for my group to come in. So they had already been there a week. So okay. their first day, day one, did not start for them until I got there. Interesting. Yes. So they have been seven days in boot camp with no no, no credit for it. What? Yes. They're just sitting there waiting for a full division. Basically, right. once you get a full division, you can move on. Okay. And so they were just waiting for you to get there. Yeah. So that's, you know, uh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I can't imagine being there and not not counting. What else do you remember about the Midwest? Do you um, remember anything outside of military in the Midwest? No, because I had one Liberty Day, uh-huh. and obviously my last my last day there. Um, I was only there for about. I was only outside maybe for four or five hours. I didn't come from a very wealthy family, mm-hmm. so to get my mom and my daughter out there was all on my dime. Yep. Yeah, uh, so everything that I already made in boot camp just went to a two flights, flights a hotel, yeah. and whatever they wanted to do out there. So it was just like we went to eat, and then we went to go sit right back down in my mama's room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went to the mall, remember? But that was just like. I feel like uh, it's kind of something that uh, everyone does once they graduate boot camp. You go to that mall and you go to the pier. Uh-huh. And that day was really, um, it was like there was a lot of overcast out. And I thought it was going to rain. Yeah. And you're wearing all white in your uniform. So I was like, maybe we shouldn't be outside. Maybe I should, <laughs> maybe white I should and rain. you know, I should probably be inside. So yeah. I, tell, I tell a story sometimes. It must have been like the first day of school in 2016. This is in Texas and it's hot out. And someone pulls a fire alarm and it is sunny. And as soon as we start like evacuating the building, you hear like thunder. And we're like, it's not supposed to rain today. Well, it, it felt like 60 seconds. <laughs> but within 60 seconds, it became overclass, cloudy, and then the rain just dumped Dumped. Down. Oh my god. And gosh. I mean, first day of school. So we're talking, everyone's got their new shoes, <laughs> new outfit. And I'm standing out there. Their and hair I got all my dress pants and a polo shirt. And yeah, everyone's got their hair done. And I'm standing next to this girl who's wearing a, a like a kind of a short all white dress, and she's like, "This can't be happening." <laughs> we're kind of like under a tree, and I'm like, "Oh, if I had a hoodie, or if I like, you know, had if I know it was supposed to rain, I'd have given it to you, but I couldn't." And so she like walks back into the school, 
and like goes and finds like a friend of hers, grabs a hoodie. Literally, you can see everything I wear. You can see what I can see. She was just like, Mr. Hand, everybody can see what I actually ate for breakfast today. This is the worst day ever. And I was like, yeah, that all likes. Oh, yeah. Damn, that, that was the today. And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. She was like. But then the next day she wore all black. I was like, I might wear all black for the rest of the year. <laughs> all right. So five years in the Navy. Five years. And then life changed again. Yes. What happened after five years? I, like I said, I had babies. Yep. I had two more, mm-hmm. so I came home. So you got three. Yes, now I'm up to three, and three <laughs> is like 15, really, you know? <laughs> yeah, so I came home. My son was uh, diagnosed with autism. Uh-huh. Uh, he's nonverbal and pretty high on the spectrum, so I wanted a village to lean on. And then a couple years later, was diagnosed with epilepsy, so it was just a lot, like uh-huh. back, back to back. So I was like, okay, let's plant some roots. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to plant them in California because I didn't have enough money to plant my roots in California. <laughs> listen, listen. One of the reasons I am in Texas yes. is because Texas at the time was paying teachers significantly more than what I was making in Florida. And I was like, I can't really afford to live here. What are our options? And so we came to Texas. We planted roots here as much as I call friends family here. It's not, it's not the, the same. same. No. No, it's just, it ain't the same. It really isn't. And I, you know, spent a lot of, spent even time after I got out of the Navy still in California. And my brother stayed there too. So I was just like, I try to live a little bit closer to him. But it's hard when, you know, all your family, like everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's trying to build their own, you know, own foundation too. And so like, it's just, it's just difficult. So I was just, I made the decision to come back home. Mm -hmm. And that was it. I just, you know, literally I was home for a few months and I applied for Tracy Ryerson's assistant and she called me at 10 o'clock at night and asked me Did if I want to really? come, come interview with her the next day and I said I'll be there and I interviewed and she called me 10 minutes after I left here and said will you come back tomorrow <laughs> and I said I will be there I love it <laughs> I love it I like Tracy oh this we isn't a good time outfit. to have the sprinklers. the sprinklers turned on. Yeah. Yeah, outside. I just saw someone <laughs> walking by like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, ooh. Okay, we can avoid those. Uh-huh. I mean, there are dry paths in the school. but Sprinklers with kids. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I, I, I mean, good. I don't see anyone really wanting yeah, to run Yeah, they're doing good. They're but it good. is our last really, really hot day of the summer. Sure. Because today's high is 107. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to keep dropping. I know. I can't wait for next Thursday. It's going to be so nice. I saw that. Yes. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> these are Texans here bragging about the I'm bragging about the temperature. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the high is only going to be 88. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's when I start wearing my hoodie. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my like, God. Start bringing out all the long sleeves. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A whole second wardrobe coming. Oh, man. Um, what do you like about this place? I won't even specifically say where it is till later. It'll probably be <laughs> what is it that you like about this place of employment? Uh, I'd say the, the, the kids keep me going. Um, yeah, I feel that. I like the sense of just being close to people. You know, I do like the sense of being able to help somebody. I feel like that's always been in me to be a, uh, a provider. I feel like I've, I've been a mom since my mom says this all the time that she said, I've been a mom since I came out her womb. Like I wanted to care for people and, and help them since I was a little baby. Mm-hmm. So 
I feel like just like instilled in me. So that just being able to be like a go-to person, one, honestly, even more now that no one knows anybody around. So they're like, really like, April, help me. (laughs) 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 Yes. So, but uh, I like that feeling of just being able to help somebody and, you know, be there for people. And I feel like this place really brings that out of me. Just, you know, being able to make those connections with, you know, even prior students. I'm like, how is this person doing? Have you heard about them? Are they doing okay? And, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, they came by. They came asking for you and whatever. And I'm just like, ah, yes. yes. So I love that. I love that. I have kids come back to see just me. And I feel like I was just, and I hate saying that because I shouldn't. And I'm like, but I was just a secretary here. I was just no. your attendant secretary. No. And they're like, you have no idea how much more you have done for me. And every single time I hear that, I'm just like, oh, yeah. I know I'm in the right place. So uh, every now and then you get a student who says, I don't know if you knew this, Mr. Ham, but your <laughs> class was one of the safest places I ever felt. I was like, it's a math classroom. It was algebra two. Oh, like, gosh. I was teaching y'all some, <laughs> y'all were never going to really <laughs> use in life. No, 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 no. But, you know, after we finished curriculum, you'd always do these stupid challenges. I would actually take my teaching salary in Florida and be like, hey, guys, this is how much I make. This is what my paycheck looks like. Let's divide up this paycheck for the next two weeks and let's see if you can survive off this. Mm-hmm. Or here's what I make in a month. Here's my bills and utilities. And they're like, seriously, this is what you make? And I was like, this is why we tell y'all to get degrees or have a trade or unique skill set that can be used. But I also have students that graduate college and first year out of college, they have they make my salary now. And <laughs> yes. I've been doing this for 19 years. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so they're like, but you have a podcast. And I was like, I don't get paid for a podcast. I was like, this is just having conversations. So, but they come back and they tell you exactly what you meant to them, or they'll find you on social media. Social like, media. Hey, you remember me? Of course, I remember. Of you. course, like, yes. Like yes, you had an eighty-seven in my class and had <laughs> sixty-three tardies, and somehow <laughs> still managed to. Yeah, I never came to class on time, and mm-hmm. I love. I absolutely love every student that tells you exactly what they feel about you. Yeah. Like, I couldn't stand your class. Like, yeah, I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Like, you made that clear in September, and yet we made it all the way through May with you hating my class. You earned the credit, and, you know, we did what we had to do. So, I have a kid that's coming back right now saying, Miss, I have to get up at 7 30 every morning so that I can get ready so I can go because she's trying to be an EMT. Mm-hmm. She's like, and I have to be there and then check my uniform, and if I don't have my stuff, and I'm like, man. Make, makes you feel like wearing that ID wasn't that big of a deal, huh? Like, you have a whole uniform. Oh, wow. Gosh, that must be so hard. Remember when your problems were just getting to math class? Yeah. <laughs> seven minutes wasn't enough time to go from building B to building A. Yes. Oh, my gosh. She just is laughing at me. She's like, oh, I'm trying. I'm trying, though. I'm going to yeah. keep on going. And I'm like, good. I'm proud of you. So. I mean, we, we grow them up here, and we, we get them ready. Yes. Was college always in your plans? Your oh, always- gosh. Man, was college always in my plans? Hell of a question. Yes. But I was like, yeah, I'm pretty smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll try and go to college. <laughs> and, I mean, I had really good grades in high school, and I thought I was going to be a big shot engineer or a design engineer. I started tutoring friends in math. One of my best friends, she's a doctor now, and, and she was struggling with this math class, and I was like, yeah, I can help you with that. She's like, seriously, it's the only math class I need to graduate. And I was like, yeah, I can help you with this. And it came very routine. And she was like, you're really good at this. And I was like, oh, well, I like math. Right. And I also used to glean things from teachers I thought were really good. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's why I liked your class. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to be an engineer. 
I knew engineers got to design things. I knew they were smart. I knew they made pretty good livings. Any engineer that I knew had like a house mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and could tell cool stories of things they had built. Um, but the teaching thing, I ran away from that. I don't want to do it at all. Like I have uncles that taught, my sister's a teacher, my mom's a teacher. And even when I found out it came naturally, I was like, nope, don't want to do it. Don't want nothing to do with it. Then I started tutoring a couple different kids on campus. And then I got a job at the library. How about I meet you at the library? Like, And these adults would just start showing up to SI sessions. And I was like, oh, here's what they were doing in class. And I told them, like, here's how you would break this down step by step. And this works every time, regardless if you change the numbers. And they're like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, it really works. And let's practice it. And then they'd be passing classes. They'd be so grateful. And right. Ah, oh, maybe I will teach. <laughs> yeah. So I waited till junior year to change my major. And, I, and and mind you, I had jobs as an engineer in the summer at internships at co-ops, but I legitimately was not going to change that major. I was going to change my major. <laughs> because and in my head, I, I'll never forget when I changed education. Education, bro, you going to teach? I thought you were going to be like an architect or an engineer or something. And they like looked down on me before I even finished the degree. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you're just going to teach. Ah, I teach you no profession. But then when they started like graduating, getting jobs, I was like, oh, y'all like buying new cars? Like right out of college? <laughs> like y'all got money like that? And you do these things? But aside from like feeling it was a natural thing, like it was, it's a calling. It really was. And the only reason I became a counselor is because so many more conversations I was having in class after teaching was about the things people were struggling with and working through. So I was like, oh, I can help with that. College was in the future for me. To answer your question, um, it was a good experience, and I met some good lifelong friends there. Nice. I I, I feel you though. I I, I understand that. Is, I mean, I was in the engineering part of the Navy, so yeah. you know me being in as an enlisted, and then you have an 18 year old coming in as an officer, and I'm saluting this person in there. You know, they just graduated high school a couple months ago, and I'm like. Hi, and I'm already a mom. You know, I've, I, you know, I've lived a little bit of life, Your so life is, yeah, I, life yes, different. so I definitely always felt a little. You know, I didn't always feel my age. You know, so I was just like, gosh, now I'm talking to this little 18 year, literally 18, 19 year old. You know, and they're the timeline is. Different. I'm like, oh, okay, or thinking about chiefs, and they're talking to these 21 year olds that just got out of high school, you know, out of college, and this chief has been in the navy for 20 years, and it's like. That was, that was the thing that tripped me out about my engineering internships. Like, I was 19, and the next youngest dude in the office was 34. <laughs> some of them after work. Like, I had, a, I had a system, like, after work, I'd go work out with my friends, and sometimes we'd go hoop or play cards and whatever else mm-hmm. and see if anyone was old enough to, like, buy us beer because we weren't old enough to buy beer. <laughs> and I'd ask, hey, what do you guys don't have to work? And they, most of them had families and kids. Some of them right. were already divorced, whatever, whatever else. And the most anyone do, like, oh, man, I might go see if I can put in nine holes and play golf after work. And I was like, ugh. Yeah, I'm not old enough. I used to always say, I'm not old enough to play golf yet, man. I can still hoop. Like, I still got it in me. Like, I can still dunk. Like, I, I dunked in the park the other day, whatever, whatever. But then I was like, yeah, I just, that's not me. And so, and I was like, ah. And then my workplace wasn't even that diverse either. They all, they all make good money and had nice cars. But yeah. I guess it wasn't everything. It is, um. Guys, that's going to do it for this episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. My guest, April, this was 100% 
entertaining and just a great time catching up with you what a blast thank you for your time thank you for sharing your story i have a few students i'm gonna have to send your way because they are definitely interested in the armed forces and serving for our country they love 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 the educational benefits that the military has to offer so they'll be coming to talk to you soon because i know you have some uh, great experiences just in case you want more information about the armed forces check the link in the show notes Appreciate you guys supporting Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. Um, I got another one coming real soon. But if you have any questions, feel free to email me at talkingbacktothetheacherpodcast at gmail.com. Become a follower. Like and subscribe. I got about 25 episodes. Got some more stories coming. Love y'all. God bless y'all.